0: Hey guys, let me pray for you before we get started, okay? So Father, I thank you today for the people of The Table Church, and I thank you for those who are watching literally all over the world, which is mind-boggling to me, that people would watch uh, every single week, and we're so grateful for those people. Today I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to know your Word. As your Word says in Ephesians, that you would give us a spirit of revelation, a spirit of wisdom, to do that through the Word of God, so that we can walk it out in power, in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to week two of Reset. If you did not get to watch last week's message, it was called uh, Resetting Our Focus, Fixing Our Eyes on Jesus, the Author and the Finisher of Our Faith. And today we're going to talk about resetting community. Why is this important? Well, We're going to get right into the Word of God today, okay, because if we want to know the model, if we want to know how, if we want to know why, we go to the Word of God, okay? Uh, Let's go to Acts chapter 2, and this is actually the fulfillment of Pentecost, people being filled with the Holy Ghost, and God moving powerfully in the church, and then Peter gets up and preaches the message of all messages, okay? Okay. Now, the message in itself is pretty long, so I'm not going to read all that, but I do want you to take time to read Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 37, and then go all the way down, and we're going to land on verse, 30, um, verse 42. So go straight to verse 42 with me, okay? Verse 42, And they, who is they? The people that were converted, the people who were saved, and the disciples, the followers of Jesus. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul." Man, guys, can you imagine what it would be like if awe returned to the church? Awe and wonder would return to the body of Christ where we look at Jesus with wonderment and go kind of like what the disciples would say, what sort of man is this that even the wind and the seas obey him? What kind of savior is this that our lives can be so transformed that his power could meet us right where we are and we would be in awe of that? This is what happens in Acts chapter two, right? The awe is in the church, okay? And it says, and all who believe were together and they had all things common. I'm sorry, I don't wanna skip verse 43. Let's go back to that. And awe came upon every soul, And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Can I tell you something? I think the reason we don't have signs and wonders in America the way we see in other parts of the world is because we have lost the awe factor. Verse 44. And all who believed were together and had all things common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. they received their food and with glad generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now what was happening here? Well in Acts chapter 2 verse 37 it opens up after Paul, excuse me after Peter gets through preaching this, huge message. I mean, he calls it all out. This Jesus whom you've crucified, right? He preaches the birth, the life, the death, the resurrection, and the second coming of Jesus to the point the Bible says people were cut in their hearts, cut to their heart by the message he was preaching. And here's what verse 37 says. Now, when they had heard this, they were cut to the heart. What did they hear? Again, they heard the gospel. They heard the gospel. What did they do with the gospel? What did they do with what they heard? They met house to house, breaking bread, and God multiplied the church. Pastor, you said they also met in temple. Yes, once a week, but they met house to house daily. So let me say it like this. Sitting at the table no pun intended, was more important than sitting at the temple. Oh, I hope you got it. Sitting around the table was more important, or at least just as important, as attending temple. See, we have this church complex in the United States that says if we can't have Sunday morning gathering, we're not the church. No, the reason you have Sunday morning gathering is because the church exists. And how does the church exist? It exists in community or common unity. Community, common unity. We'll get there in just a moment, okay? So this series that we're doing is called Reset. Again, last week we reset our focus on Jesus. This week, I wanna talk to you about what does it mean for us to reset our community, our community involvement, our community impact, our community gatherings. What do I mean by gatherings? Well, again, Acts 2 gives us the model. House to house, breaking bread. Coffee shop to coffee shop if you want to do that. Doesn't matter to me where you meet. Where is the church? The church is wherever the body of Christ is assembled where two or more are in his name. He said, there I would be in the midst. If you meet in my name, that is the church. We've Americanized this and said, well, it's a mass gathering. No, Jesus would say, even to the point that sometimes in Scripture, He would pull three away from the 12. The smaller it got, hear me, the more powerful things happened. What do you mean, Pastor? Yes, it was only three people that would see the entire picture of the Mount of Transfiguration where Moses and Elijah would be in a vision there. And and, and, in this happening, this epiphany, this real life, thing happening in front of them, why it was a smaller gathering, why God can also perform miracles in smallness. I hope you got that. So today I want to focus on resetting this community because after COVID hit, before COVID hit, we had community groups working really powerfully, meeting, doing what community groups do. When COVID hit, man, things kind of went Slowly but surely people started tapering off out of fear. But now we find that people are still wanting to meet. How do we know this? Well, we we took a survey. Many of you filled out that survey. We were blown away by the amount of people who took the survey, I mean like blown away. And it was pretty much synonymous. We wanna meet in homes and we wanna have gatherings. We can do both. So what I'm asking you to do is to think about how can we reset community. We're gonna talk about that in just a few moments, okay? Let me go over a few things here, okay? So how do we reset community at the table church? Well, let me tell you, what began in community will be sustained by community. So how do we reset community at the table church? Well, again, many of you took a survey. I'm so thankful for so many people doing that. And it was pretty much 50-50. What do I mean? Not necessarily split, but it was like, we definitely want to meet in person, but we definitely want to meet uh, in a gathering. I mean, in person as in homes or around coffee tables, right? But we also want to meet in person. Well, we're going to offer both of those things. But I got to tell you, meeting in homes, particularly right now, is the most important way for us to meet. You go, Matt, is, are you serious? Yes, this is how the New Testament church was born, guys. This is the model of the New Testament church. we just read it. It's in your Bible. It's in my Bible. It may have the these and the thous taken out, but it's right in the scripture. So I want us to reset community. Again, what is community? I said it earlier. It is common unity. It is finding common ground with other people in which you can be in unity and discuss the things of God together. Pray with one another, break out the bread and the wine, have communion together. You go, Matt, I don't do wine. Fine, do grape juice, do your thing, but break bread with one another. This is how we grow the local church. You go, Matt, is that the only way we do it? Of course not. We're definitely gonna meet in person again as we have said multiple times. There's just a way and a strategy behind that on the when and how, but you know what? It takes very little effort for you to call a neighbor, to call a friend, to call someone in the local church and say, hey, let's start this community group. Let's get back involved. Why? We're resetting community at the table church. Again, what began in community must be sustained in community and the church began in community. That's how we're going to be sustained. So I want you to hear my heart. I'm going to read my notes here. I want you to let this sink in, okay? Okay, now this may be a little... Mm, okay, but you hang with me, all right? We cannot say as a local church, I want to meet together. And when those desires are given away to happen, say, I didn't mean that way. That makes sense? It's like if I'm going down the interstate and said, man, I really need an exit to get off of here. And then you pass an exit and go, I didn't like the way that exit looked. You had the opportunity. That was the exit. You didn't take it. We're providing opportunities for community. What I'm asking you to do is maybe to move out of your comfort zone and say to God, I will try something brand new. I will meet in a home. I will be more involved in resetting community for for my family's sake, for my own peace of mind's sake, right? We can't say we want something and then it providing and go, ah, I don't like it that way. You know what that is? This is me being blunt. You know pastors can be blunt sometimes, right? That is nothing more than American entitlement. And I don't think we want to have an entitled church. Can I get an amen? Somebody type amen on the computer on that, right? We don't want an entitled church. We want a church that's full of gratitude. In fact, let me read this to you here, okay? Verse 44. And they were selling all their possessions and belongings. That's not entitlement right there, right? Distributing the proceeds to all, as many as had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food, watch this, with glad and generous hearts. You wanna see a church that grows? Find a church that's glad and has generous hearts. That's not entitlement. We are a church that is glad that we can meet together, be involved together, do this life together, pray together, cry together, laugh together, worship together. Whatever we need to do to be glad, let's do that, right? That's the common unity That is how we have community, full of gladness, full of generosity. This is what makes up powerful community. Go, Pastor, will we ever meet again in person? Again, of course. Let me read you some notes, okay? The church will only work when its members take responsibility for their part. And your first part is to simply meet together. This is why it's the body of Christ and not the member of Christ. The member is one part of the body. This is the body of Christ, not the member of Christ, okay? It's meeting face to face. So I encourage you to not miss the meaning of the word church. You may not know the meaning of the word church, but it's the Greek word for ekklesia or ecclesia, and it means those who are called out from the things of the world, those who are set apart, a remnant, a group of people that is meant to gather together, that is set apart. That's the point of the local church. So... What are we set apart from? Well, worldly practices, idolatry, sin, mistreatment of others, injustice, whatever that looks like, that is what we're called out apart to be. So when we meet together, we get to glorify the God that has called us out. We get to worship Him because He's called us out as a remnant, as a people to do mighty, mighty things. Now, this can be done in homes, not just in rows. What do you mean rows? Rows of chairs. This can be done in homes, not just in rows. Will we ever get in rows again? Of course. So I want to tell you about something we're doing about rows, and that is a thing called Backyard Revival. August the 30th. That's not too far from here, right? August the 30th, we're going to be meeting at the Holland Park, right in Dixon, Tennessee. We're going to have some church, y'all. So you can be very excited. We're meeting in person again, of course. We'll be following CDC guidelines and social distancing. And as of right now, masks are not required in the city limits of Dixon. Uh, And if that happens and they do require that, we ask that you just simply follow, uh, follow protocol with that. We will as a church. So are we gonna require that? We will never make you do anything as a local church, but we would ask that you be a team player, be a family member, and say yes, we will do that for the safety of other people, okay? so. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. We're going to have a phenomenal church service. That's going to be on August 30th at 1030 that morning. It is on a Sunday morning, okay? So maybe the heat won't make us all melt, right? So a few things about the backyard revival. We will have hand sanitation stations there. Uh, We will have masks available for those who want to wear a mask. Again, not necessarily required, but we will have that available. And again, we will practice social distancing. We'll also have a first-time welcome tent why? Because we in, we totally expect you to invite people to be a part of the Backyard Revival. where we're just going to have church and do this together as a one corporate body. So we'll have place there for people that we can meet that are first-time guests, okay? We just posted all this stuff on socials. Uh, let me make sure that I get everything right here. Yes, so we're going to post all this on socials. And uh, we'll have a link so you can RSVP to let us know you're gonna be showing up. You can also screenshot uh, stories from the Table Church um, Instagram page and the Facebook page so you can share that on your stories as well, okay? So today, I wanna ask you something very important, right? How serious are you about community? Is it talk? Or is this something you really wanna do? Because it's something I'm passionate about. It's something I really wanna do. And I know Meredith and Jacob, our group's pastors, They're very passionate about this. We want to help build community in a pandemic. We can do that, but we cannot do it without you. So how serious are you about resetting your focus around community? And honestly, we'll find that out over the next few weeks, right? We will find this out by your participation, by your willingness, by your saying, hey, I'm in, let's go, right? So we are excited about this. Uh, I believe you're gonna be motivated. We're gonna see God move mountains in Dixon, Tennessee and do some amazing things through the Table Church. I cannot wait to see what that looks like. And I'm very hopeful about our future. Please be in prayer for us as we move forward and looking for a building and some other things that we are working through right now in the church. Uh, Leading a church is an unbelievable blessing, but just like anything, it can also have with it a lot of unbelievable obstacles. We don't even look at it as obstacles as a local church. We look at these as great opportunities to see God do some amazing things, and I know that he will. Okay, so look, I look forward to seeing you this week for Bible study. I'll be posting that online as well. Naturally, some random Facebook Live videos from me and Amber or myself, and I look forward to hearing back from you about engaging in your current community by starting a group. Um, or even maybe refreshing the one that you've had, okay? We look forward to looking at that. And lastly, uh, we just now posted the signups for community groups, so you can click on that, get started, and find one, or either start one in your community, okay? Let's pray together, and uh, man, oh, man, cannot wait to see you guys So Let's pray. So, Father, thank you for today. We ask that we reset that you help us reset our focus on community building a common unity around the vision and the heart of the table church in jesus name amen hey guys make sure that you're faithful in giving go to the table slash give also you can use the mobile app you can search the mobile app store and ios or android with and searching the table dixon all three separate words okay i love you cannot wait to see you again And uh, man, oh man, week three, resetting our worship next week. See ya.